Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts Jay Hove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What it do? What it do? What it do? What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing this week? Yeah, great week. Yeah, most definitely. What about you, Weezy? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. You know the weather? You know the weather? A little bit. Yeah. A little Sound bit. Like what is that? I don't know what it is. You know what it is? It's just the weather. You've been getting sick a lot lately, dog. With that immune system on, big dog. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I guess what happens when you have a kid. Episode 310, we are analyzing the NFL free agent class of 2020, starting with the offense. FSP style. Always FSP style. Better damn know it. Better damn believe it. Let's kick it off, Weez. What you got? Best of the week, buddy. Best of the week, man. It was Pop's birthday this week, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, shout out to Pop's. I miss Pop's. You tell him I said what's up. Dog. I will, man. Pop's yeah. birthday this week. Happy birthday, Pop's, man. Yeah. What do you got playing? In glory years, I mean, he's chilling out. Not, definitely not in his glory years. <laughs> he in his prime. <laughs> it is for sure. He definitely in his prime. What about you, Jeff? Man, I got two of them if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, real quick, she's she going to beat me up if I don't shout her out. Shout out to my goddaughter. Had 21, 12, 4, and 4, and 3. Man, she's working. championship MVP. Shout out to the Rose Park Lady Titans. So she told me if I don't shout out, she's going to beat me up. So yeah. I can get that out the way. Yeah. She's a clown. And I had a great week on social media this week. Okay. Then I stumbled upon a gem okay. on Twitter this week. Okay. From I Am Heavy O. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> that's a true story, too. <laughs> Ah, you know, I'm not gonna tell the whole story, but apparently J Hove is gonna J Hove no matter where he is. That's all I'm gonna say. J Hove is gonna J Hove no matter where he is. <laughs> Jeff, when you read that, did you be like, you know, that happened? That happened. I didn't see none about that was embellished. <laughs> none of it was exaggerated. Said, yep, Jay did all that. Jay did all that. Yeah. Not gonna um, go into a list, listeners, but just know J Hove gonna J Hove. Yeah, my competitive spirit gets the best of me a lot of the times for sure, man. But. Uh, <laughs> Still looking for oh, I know you're listening to the podcast, man. <laughs> I'm trying to catch him in horse. Uh, Coach Lock got the best of week, Weezy. He do. What did he say? Coach Lock, his alma mater, tied the record for most wins uh, in a the season. They clinched a spot in the OVC championship. Yeah, Shout he did. Shout out to the TSU Tigers yes, men's basketball did. team, man. Yeah. Um, really great season, coming from nine wins yes. to 17, hopefully 18 going into the tournament. Yes, sir. So, yeah, man. Um, Shout out to Coach Penny. Fan of the show, listener of the show, man, mm-hmm. and just um, super proud of what he's done with the guys. Some good kids up there. We're going to have him on the show 
really, really soon, man. So Land shout of out to Sunshine. Land of it, man. Yeah. Land. I can't believe I put that up on Twitter, man. <laughs> that's that's, conf, that's <laughs> confidential. My, my best of the week is Kerwin Daly and Alfonso Marquez. <laughs> the MLB umpire Kerwin Daly was promoted to crew chief, the first African-American nice. to hold that position in MLB history. Alfonso Marquez will also be a crew chief in 2020. He will be the first Latino-born crew chief in MLB history, though. So they both worked on five World Series crews throughout their careers. What a great way to end Black History Month, great man. Way. For sure, making black history, for sure. Worst of the week, we do what you got. <laughs> My worst of the week was uh, I seen robots flipping burgers, man. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't want to get a burger that a robot was flipping anyway, though. So you think that'll be everywhere we? <sighs> it's, it's looking, man. It's, it's, it's looking like it's, it. it's getting ugly out here. Yeah, that's some Tough. scary stuff. What about you, Joe? I I, I need help, man. Uh oh. Um, Actually doing XFL Daily Fantasy right now. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's my worst of the week. Damn. I felt ashamed of myself filling that lineup yeah. out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Damn. Yeah. It was, it was, I was on Draft, Draft Kings just. Damn. Cardinal Jones. Yeah. Let me get camera artist pain. Right. Yeah, I was. I, mean, I should stop this. Like, yeah, should, now yeah, for yeah, sure. You should. need a football fix. <laughs> Damn. You're trying to win it's by any up. means necessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, my worst of the week, me and Coach Locker are going to share are the L.A. deputies. This one. Shared gruesome photos of Kobe Bryant's crash site and to impress people. One deputy was showing them to a woman at a bar trying to impress her. Um, easily could have been our uh, yellow box uh, recipient, but I think somebody kicked out, kicked their coverage on this uh, yellow box. But come on, man, do better, LA deputies. I'm just happy they didn't get. No, I'm happy they just didn't get, get to the neck. I'm tired of seeing, you know, yeah. seeing uh, Pop Smoke resuscitated online. It's something I did not want to see, yeah, man. Yeah. Condolences to his family for sure. Damn, that was trash. Stat of the week, fellas. Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh -oh. do it. Shout out to Bryce again for this fine. Bryce is on a roll. He's on a roll. Two weeks in a row. Shout he out to Bryce. Flustered. Yeah, now for sure. He's still <laughs> looking for that stat. Can't find it. So <laughs> haven't heard anything. A study in 2011 claimed the probability of a U.S. citizen at least seven feet tall to play in the NBA was 17%. So there's a 17% chance that if you are seven feet tall, you are playing in the NBA. Also, the same study indicates that a person between 6'6 six, six and 6'8 six, has a 0.7% chance of playing in the NBA. I can see that. Yeah, man. Stat of the week. Man, that's pretty that good. It doesn't seem low for you for seven feet. 17%? Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. You see a lot of seven. First off, there's not a lot of seven footers walking around. Yeah, that's so there's 17% yeah. actually playing in the NBA. I think that's a good number. Yeah, you're right, especially now with the yeah. skill set you got to have. For man. sure, yeah, right. there's a lot of seven footers walking around just just living life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know working. A couple. Yeah, I know a couple. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man, shout out to them. Yeah, most definitely. Man, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of VFSP. Just search for Sport Press. Podcast, and after you do that, check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou each and every Wednesday. This week's show is the A and R with Juju McLean episode. You guys check that out. Yeah, man! Shout out to the guys at the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast. Very informative show. A couple of weeks so. in a row for sure. That this guy Juju, it's been everywhere, man. Some okay. of everywhere. Very, yeah, he's very tenured okay. in his position. <laughs> yeah, not for sure. It was fun to listen to his his uh. I bet. His Rock Nation brunch recap was pretty funny. Mm. Yeah, this picture with Rihanna that apparently went viral. It's, That's dope. Yeah. And she's just in the background. But still. Oh, she's just in the background. The, the picture oh. of her that oh, yeah. everybody has at the Rock Nation brunch yeah. is really a picture of him. Oh, wow. But no one. 
You know what Damn, I'm saying? Juice. But it's dope, though. That's it's dope, dope, though. Yeah. Will, should he get that plaque? Put up in the, in the I crib. Would, I would, would. It already been up. Yeah. It's been up by now. Shout out to Juju. Yeah. Sure. Shout out to Juju. Yeah. Fresher than the average podcast. Me and my dog, Animal Brown, is a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. Same great content with the new name. Catch our latest issue. Issue number 59 is up right now directly for the culture. Hit the hotline, 629-777-5565, and drop a voicemail so we can answer your fashion-related questions. Wear your kicks and cop responsibly. I got a fresh Diddy Average question real Let's quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. The AI pack come out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The, the high school and the college. Okay. Do I wait on those or do I cop those like day, day of? Nah, they'll be there. They, you they might, be there? They'll be there. They're limited though. They are limited. But I'm telling you, those aren't going to sell out. It's hard to wear a pair of Reeboks right now. It's not that difficult. Oh, it's, it's very difficult. It's not yeah. that difficult. You still I, got some of your old AIs. I got all of them. You got all of them? Yeah. I, I think you buy you. The only ones I don't have is like the ones I wore like in game, like my pregame, like. You know, yeah. Slide in and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. like the questions and stuff. Yeah, I got them. Weezy said you need to buy them off top. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I, think, I think he's gonna buy. Them. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna chill on the. You know, I'm not. I struck out everything Nike this month. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah rough. it was rough. It was rough. I think everybody had a uh, rough month. Unless except you Mr. Cop a lot. Except you or Mr. Gob. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Mr. Gob. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you got ten good wrestling seconds. Oh man, you ready to start the clock? Yes, yeah, do it. Let's go. All right. So yeah, we did. Uh, who gets the W last week? Okay. Right? Uh, but I'm throwing it out the window, Jay. Okay. Pissed off. What's going on? WWE was doing so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Came in last week, cameraman. We said Goldberg versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt was the main event, right? No way they would ruin a year of creating the character of The Fiend to somebody just coming back at 53 years old for one match and give him the belt, right? Mm-hmm. That would never happen, right? 45 seconds, Goldberg beats Bray Wyatt and wins the Universal Championship. He's back. And he's back. So I won. You won that match week. But nobody, but how does that even? I'm happy as hell about that. I know what you're I won. That's good news for me. I hear you. But that doesn't make any sense. Um, The internet was in an uproar. Yeah. Um, Well, it makes sense for what they're doing for WrestleMania. They have Goldberg face Roman Reigns. But you can't do that in Saudi Arabia. Come on, man. On a Thursday. To your biggest, to the biggest, in in wrestling terms, the most over character you have right now is Bray Wyatt, and you ruined him by losing to Goldberg in less than a minute. And he was the fiend. Yeah, in less than a minute. Got Kofi out there. Goldberg got Kofi. What's Kofi been? He didn't chillin'. Kofi was the tag team, lost the tag team championship yesterday. So Kofi has he has blonde hair now. He's in a bad, he's in a bad place. He's in a bad place. Damn. <laughs> we gotta find some help for coffee, man. <laughs> Two with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get started with the first half, Wheezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week's award recipient is Dave Dumamire. That's it. That's it for sure. Uh, Dave Darbenmeyer, although Jennifer Lopez and Shakira's groundbreaking performance was roundly applauded by viewers, critics, and I saw one child that was in awe of the two um, singers, yeah. performers. Yeah, before, definitely performers. Performers, yeah, yeah. during the uh, halftime show for the Super Bowl. One man is deeply offended. Oh, boy. Yep. Dave Darbenmeyer, Wheezy's guy, far-right Christian commentator from Ohio, turned to Facebook to find an attorney to help him file a lawsuit accusing the halftime show of, and I quote, pandering porn <laughs> and contributing, and I quote, to the delinquency of a minor. Now, he's looking to sue the NFL, Pepsi, which sponsors the show, and local TV stations, basically anybody he can blame for putting his family, and he, in quote, 
in danger of hellfire. The conservative minister added that since he has the threat to sue the Super Bowl went viral, he's been sent countless pornographic images. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I quote, I observe pics of significant penises, end quote. <laughs> the internet is a wild place. <laughs> Dobbermeyer said he's spoken with the lawyer and plans to go forward with the lawsuit, claiming that he'll be satisfied by scoring an $867 trillion settlement. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh $867 trillion for Dave. And surprisingly, Darby Meyer is a Trump supporter. We gotta keep we gotta keep up with this. I want to see him lose. Yeah, not for sure. Well, right. He's not gonna lose. Nah, he's gonna lose. They're gonna, they gonna, they gonna pay him some money to shut up. No, no, no. Nah, nah hell no. Nah. <laughs> the reason I don't like people like this to have a platform, but it also examines and shows how ignorant some people are in the world in 2020, man. He said J-Lo is, and I quote, 50. You go on a porn website, you're not looking for a 50-year-old woman, end quote, man. That's yeah, he, he, yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I just want to shout out to the people on the internet sending him those, those pornographic images. Yeah, no, nah, he, he deserves all of that, man. I'm all for 50-year-old women showing their bodies tastefully. They work hard. <laughs> I see you, <laughs> you Nisi Nash. No, nah, they work hard. They pay, Or they paid a lot it's of hard money. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Show it off your body, man. I see man. you, Angela Bass. I see you, Angela Bass. Uh, Dude, yeah. Nikki, uh, what's the girl's name? Nia Long. Nia, I see you, Is Nia Is she 50 yet? She's like 47. She I'm seeing you, Halle Berry. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, tastefully. Yeah, yeah, tastefully. Yeah, most definitely. Mm. You guys ready to get started the first half? Get Dave out of here. Get Dave. How we get it to him, Weez? How we get it to him, Weez? We got to prime that to him, man. Oh, yeah. We got to get it to him fast. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. The man. first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am J-Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What it do? Weezy, where can they find you at on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. Yes, you are. Jeff, what about you? Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms. And I'm Jay Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Have a conversation with me on Twitter, even though people, man, they gave Lou clearance to bring out Console Gate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. My Lou, friends. Lou, Lou look for a reason to bring up uh, Console I mean, he, Gate. He keeps it alive. <laughs> All right, oh, I got you. Um, let's kick the first <laughs> half off. Story. It's a good story. Though. The Kobe Bryant Memorial, some 20,000 mourners packed the Staples Center in Los Angeles on Monday for the public memorial, honoring legendary and the GOAT, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna. The date chosen for the memorial, February 24th or 2-24-20, is a combination of their jersey numbers, of course. Mm-hmm. Even the ticket prices had connections to those jersey numbers, which range from 24 dollars and two cent mm-hmm. to two hundred and twenty four dollars and two cent mm-hmm. more than eighty thousand people applied for those tickets did you guys watch the memorial i watched the bits and pieces of what mm-hmm. i could stand for sure it was a little emotion yeah it was rough yeah. man to get out of there a couple yeah, of times smart man <laughs> yeah for sure what about you Weezy? i watched bits and pieces of it yeah for first. sure i watched that thing from the rooter to the tutor i bet you did and uh man beyonce kicking that thing off with xo yeah. And a little bit of Halo. Yeah. It, it was rough. I man. almost hit the button right there. Hey, man. I toughed it out. Then Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, you know, okay. That was rough, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then Vanessa I speaking. Was out. You, you got to dip. <laughs> you got to dip when Vanessa get up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like 20 minutes of that. Ooh. It was rough, man. Yeah. But with Michael Jordan coming in and doing his talking, I think that ended the actual debate with the Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan situation. I think it just, you know, yeah, Mike was yeah. like, look, man, this is my little brother, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I never seen Mike, like, down like that. Mike yeah, was down. Mike was hurt. Mike was yeah, hurt. Mike was hurt by yeah. that, man. But um, now Kobe, Kobe fans can kind of accept, like, rooting 
for you know Michael Jordan related things and even yeah, LeBron even James because people were mad because LeBron wasn't there but LeBron was there the LeBron entire there. time they just didn't put the camera on. he his ass just now nah, he don't put the camera on me he was there in a hoodie yeah. and it was just chilling yeah yeah man how do you guys feel that people were upset with LeBron basically not being on camera people need to grow up yeah for you sure you cannot tell someone how to mourn like he was there for he goodness there, sake like, for sure you know what I mean like yeah like yeah I honestly if somebody like you know. I'm not saying he and Kobe were close, but mm-hmm. just that camaraderie and knowing they are in the same breath. Like yep. when you mentioned the greatest of all time, sure. they are mentioned depending on who you ask, one, two, three, you right. know, right in the era. Fact. So that hurt LeBron. They hit LeBron hard. Yeah, like man. that's somebody you yeah. battle with, you know, went to war with and went to war for at yeah. the time. So no, that had to hurt. Yeah. In two thousand nine Staples Hill, Michael Jackson Memorial, yeah. twelve days after he passed, yeah. Nipsey Hussles, um, eleven Oof. days after he passed. So uh, yeah, man, Staples, man, the house that Kobe built, man. They sent my boy out right, for they did. sure, man. They did. Yeah, they did. Man. It, was, it was rough. Shout out to Shaq. Shout out to Shaq. 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 You know, I, I tuned back in for Shaq. Yeah, nah, Shaq. He brought it. He brought the 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 comedy to the yeah. entire thing. I missed. I watched clips of everybody else, but when yeah. Vanessa was talking, I said, "Well, can't nah, do this. can't do that." <laughs> nah, for sure. <laughs> man, rest in peace, my dog Kobe. Man, damn, that sounds crazy. Even saying that's crazy. Man. It, yeah. You know what? I was just about to say. This was for me. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's really true. That's really yeah, really yeah. Now for sure, like, that put a period to yeah, it. Like, that's uh, true. All right, let's move on to the NFL. So most of us were probably knocked out sleep Tuesday night, but the NFL Players Association, Association, excuse me, took a step forward and tried to make some changes to the collective bargaining agreement and making it go through. Actually, thirty-two player representatives voted to agree to what the offers the offer from the owners making it a 17-14 to 1 margin. Who's that one team that didn't vote? Mm, I have no clue. You got to do some research on that. That's tough, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that sends the offer to all 2,000 players to be voted on coming up after the owners have made the offer of having a 17-week season, making alterations to the wild card playoff week and raising the cap uh the salary cap to $250,000. So at this point, it's in the players' hands. Mm-hmm. Players seem to be split, cameraman, yeah. down the line. A lot of veteran players are like, this is ridiculous. Even someone like the Pouncey Twins offering to help pay rent for those who are a little behind <laughs> or mm-hmm. who will be hurt in case, you know, something goes like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a strike or something like that. Um, where do you guys stand on this? There's so many different ways you can go with it, man. I mean, okay. if you just break it down into small potatoes, eliminating one preseason game yeah. while adding a regular season contest – that is something that's going to help on both ends. And expanding that game, you get two more playoff games, that's more revenue. But at the same time, this is going to start low management in the NFL. I better. It better. <laughs> nah, for sure. No, man. Yeah, but can you can can they really afford low management in the NFL? Every game matters. Exactly. Yeah. But sometimes you get a little ahead of the schedule. You you know, you're 12 and 2. You know where you're oh, you at. Can, you can, you you can, can start doing some low management. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because at this point, with the way it's looking right now, you can have nine wins and make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you do that with nine wins or ten wins, and you know, adding another game on. Yeah, you can lower manage. Yeah, like, no, for I sure. would like that's one extra game where I don't have to worry about is basically considered another bye week. You know, yep. if you already ahead of the schedule, it's like how week seventeen used to be before people started complaining for fantasy football purposes. It's gonna be just like it used to be week seventeen, just to, just to play, just a scrimmage, not a scrimmage game. Yep. There's no way I'm risking my body for that extra stuff for no reason. I like the regular season roster increasing by two to fifty five with those game day activities. Also growing to uh, 46 to 48, 
Yeah. That you need those extra bodies. Mm-hmm. And even right. with the <clears throat> practice players being expanded from 12 to 14, that gives 128 more jobs for the young players. So what they're doing, I know what they're doing. They're trying to get the young players votes yeah. because a lot of people are hopeful to get into the NFL. Yeah. With that, you might have a better chance from 12 to 14, man. And it does, to me, and we kind of touched on it a little mm-hmm. bit, but it does split the players. Though. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because if you're a veteran, it's already kind of you know solidified and you're good, You know, even though no money is really guaranteed in the NFL. Right. But you, you've done well with your money. You played a few years. You're good. You're well off. You understand that this is gonna like this isn't helpful. This mm-hmm. isn't hurt your. This is to help your body going forward. But if you're a young kid and you're dangling another hundred thousand right. dollars in front of them, and they're making the league, you know, possibly league minimum or right. things like that, they gotta take that because yeah, you gotta yeah. maximize your amount of making as much money as you can during this window of time period exactly. when you're playing in the NFL. So it's. Yeah. The owners win again, as always. Yeah. As always. And with that relaxation of the marijuana, like we talked about in halftime of our last show, that is something that is going to help out some of the players that are older as well that like to enjoy uh, marijuana and things of that nature. Yeah. You know, Randy Gregory, David Irvin, of course, Josh Gordon, historically have been suspended because of marijuana. Yeah. Um, catching up with the times from Major League Baseball, soccer. NHL, they don't test for weed. This is something, man, that can help out there. So that's getting some of the older members as well. So it's up to – it's all driven, like what you said, Jeff, by the bottom line, which is money. Now we got to see if the NFL will succeed in kind of getting it approved or not. Because I think if not, man, it's going to be a lockout. Mm. Yeah, and the players have, I believe, two to three weeks. That's a time to vote on it. So we'll see. They definitely split. Sure. Let's talk some tennis. Uh-oh. Maria Sharapova walked away from her sport rather quietly Wednesday. <laughs> At the age of 32, ending a career that featured five major championships. There was no goodbye tournament, no last moment in the spotlight. She lost the last four matches that she played in majors wow. with first-round exits in her past three appearances, including the Australian Open this January. This turned out to be the last match of her career. She was 0-2 so far this season. How will Sharapova be remembered? Uh, two and what? Eighteen. Two and twenty. Two and twenty. Excuse me. That's mm-hmm. how. That's how I remember. Her. Two and twenty against Serena is yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was the highest paid athlete for eleven straight years, three earning three hundred. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. That's nuts. How her, much was it? Three hundred and twenty. She made three hundred and twenty-five million dollars playing tennis. Seventeen to age thirty-two. Damn. Yeah, I know. Second all-time behind Serena. Yeah. So. I Which think is she, insane mm-hmm. for the level of achievement that she, Serena did. Yeah, for, right. You right. Look at what Serena accomplished on the tennis court exactly. to what Maria Sharapova accomplished. Wow. It lets you know where yeah, we at. You with know it. Too. Oh, you know yeah, 100%. That is, that is. But I think she will always be remembered as second fiddle. To even maybe third she because wasn't, Venus it wasn't even a rivalry though. No, nah, I wasn't two a rivalry. Nah, nah, two and twenty. She was killing them. Yeah. Just think if just I'm not trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Just think if Duke. No, I think if UNC mm-hmm. was was twenty to two against Duke, it was like how we played against North Carolina State. Right. Yeah, they tried to say it. that's a rivalry. Just it's not in state. Yeah, because it's in state. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Other than that, you're not counting as a rivalry. Nah, man, it's not a rivalry. No. A rivalry is Duke and North Carolina. Right, exactly. Split by like what, maybe like two points. Easy. And, and they, yeah. they had, Duke has one more win. That's crazy. But yeah, nah, that's not a rivalry. Two and twenty, but you, you know what that's about, and it is about Maria Sharapova being. Um, a little bit more uh, marketable in for the some, eyes of yeah, some, for, people. For yeah. some people. For some people. Yeah, yeah, but cashing out 325, man, at 32 years old, that's yeah. how you retire. Yeah, now nah, you walk away. You can walk away with at two 30, straight losses this at, year like that. At 32 years old? At 32. She did it right. She did it right. Yeah, most yeah, definitely. Yeah. Tennis was always, you couldn't get nothing else for tennis from that. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on to boxing, guys. 
Oh boy. So the heavyweight division was was back in the spotlight this week. It was. Oh, man. Shout out to Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fought for the second time uh, this past weekend uh, with Tyson Fury scoring a seventh round stoppage and with winning over the sold out crowd with his rendition of American Pie. So not only did he knock out Deontay Wilder and make and have his corner throw in the towel, he actually sung a song at the end and had the entire stadium rocking with him. Yeah, he both um, Wilder was knocked down twice, first yeah, time in his career. He yeah, um, Blamed it on his 45-pound suit that yeah, he did. wore to the ring. Yeah, he did. Uh, didn't have any legs. Yeah. Um, is he done, guys? Man, this is the thing. Tyson Fury fought that fight totally different than he fought that first fight. Okay. He went right after Wilder, dog. Oh, yeah. If um, Deontay Wilder can't throw that right, he's done. He's done. He's, yeah. he's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just standing there. Yeah, you're right. So, I think this is a question I have for you, Jeff. Did the okay. trainer change help Fury win this fight? Two things help Fury. That mm-hmm. and the extra weight helped Fury. Mm. Shout out to Roy Jones. He took my talking point because mm-hmm. I was going to speak to today, so I'm going to just summarize it. Jay, not trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. I weigh more than you, Jay. Yeah. Let's say you and I wanted to have a sparring session. Okay. And you're probably, hand speed is probably faster than mine. Mm-hmm. So to negate that, Jay, when you come into me, I'm going to yeah. grab you. You got to. And I'm going to lean on you. Mm-hmm. And eventually, me leaning on you, Jay, you're going to be, it's going to take those legs away. Yeah, away. for sure. That extra 30, that 273 pounds that Tyson Fury had leaning on Wilder those first two rounds before that punch hit and even mm-hmm. after that punch hit, that's what did it. 100%. It wasn't him, the 45-pound suit that was crazy mm-hmm. with the batteries and the vibranium and all that. It wasn't that. It was the fact that that man was leaning on him did any chance he got. That's true, Jeff. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. A lot of people are talking about um, the Sugar Hill, which is his new trainer, yeah. is a more offensive-minded yeah. trainer than Ben Davidson, his prior trainer. Yeah. And he had Fury fighting a far more offensive-oriented bout. Right. And with that offense, it showed, man. He was on his ass from yeah. the beginning jump, of that fight. Jump street. And, yeah. and Deontay's never fought backing up. He was out. He was, he was moonwalking. <laughs> and, and we go ahead, Wiz. My whole thing about that fight was, it wasn't Deontay Wilder's night. Obviously, it wasn't mm-hmm. his night. And I, I don't understand why he got mad at his trainers for throwing the towel. I do. Yeah, I can speak to if you. I Please can, go ahead. As a fighter, Deontay, this is the same person that he wants to kill someone in the ring. Yeah. Not saying he should, and I hope he never does. Mm-hmm. But he has said, "I want to actually kill someone in the ring." Deontay wanted to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. As a champ, you want to lose on your sword. You want to die on your sword. Right. So having someone who doesn't even have the power to say mm-hmm. you lost a fight, call the fight for you, that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. That's and, hurt. I mean, he wasn't looking like he was going to be in the fight much longer. But you got to give someone with that power. Because one shot changed that whole fight for mm-hmm. him. One shot changed the whole fight for him. Not saying he looked like he was going to do it. Right. For anybody listening saying that he was done, he probably was. But with his power, you got to let him get knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, but Jeff, once your, once your injury up started bleeding, bro, you, they got to look out for a safety. No, no. I'm. Well, let me say this too. I agree with the stoppage. He did not look good. But I understand from someone who has knocked out 38 of his 40 opponents, like knocked him clean out. Mm-hmm. He never feels like he's out of a fight. So fuck it, let him die next time. Let him die in the ring. Yeah. Fuck it. That's what he wanted. He wanted, but not. He didn't want to. I'm just pretty sure he don't want to literally die. But I know he wanted to get. He wanted to say he knocked me out. He was a better man. He he stopped me. If I got five more rounds left and I got this right hand that he has, that's only rivaled by Tyson, only rivaled by Mike Tyson. Yeah. I got a shot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wilder got a purse of $5 million and a 60-40 split on pay-per-view revenue with him on the 40 side. It makes sense, though, for him to go ahead and chill out and wait mm-hmm. for the eventual winner of Fury right. versus Joshua and just kind of get his mind together, kind of figure out what he's going to do as the next step. Because, but he's not. Um, you got your ego. His ego took a big, big hit. But he's not waiting. He's, who he's going to fight then? He, he exercised his rematch clause. Man, he better. <laughs> I don't exercise, think he wants to fight him again. He exercised his rematch clause. Uh, I wish I would have bet on it. Um, the thing is, the fight's gonna look exactly how it looks. He's got he's unless he finds another trainer that allows him to let his hands go. Mm-hmm. Because and again, I, I know I know I'm quoting Roy Jones a lot, but he took all my points. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Roy said it best. They found out that Deontay Wilder was was blessed with a God given talent to with a right hand that mm. was unstoppable. Right, and they stopped working on everything else. Mm. His trainers, his, his trainers and corner stopped working on everything else. Once they realized he had that right hand, oh, we good. Yeah, we. Because yeah. nobody's standing in front of that, and they're no. right. Yeah. Nobody's standing in front of that. But yeah. he's got to get it off, though. Yeah, he can't. He couldn't. Yeah. Nah, he couldn't get that thing off for yeah. sure, Paul. Uh, before we get started with halftime, let's talk ESPN. Mm. They decided to end the show hosted. Pablo Torre and Bomani Jones' is High Noon. Now, the timing of the news that ESPN was canceling High Noon couldn't have been worse for Pablo Torre. It's wild. Torre was informed of the show being canceled while he was at the hospital preparing for his first child being born. Yeah. The network cited viewership as the reason why the show was ending and will be replaced by one of my favorite shows, Jalen and Jacoby. That shows... What they want? <laughs> <laughs> this show is uh, Jalen Rose and producer David Jacoby. Its final episode of High Noon will be next month. Is ESPN on brand for this? Yep, one hundred percent on brand. One hundred percent on brand. I can go That's, into. Go ahead, Weez. That show was. It was just okay to me. I know it was great, man. How it just shows how tone deaf this network is. The show averaged three hundred and thirty thousand listeners or viewers so far in twenty twenty, down three percent from last year. ESPN's much hype get up is averaging only fifty thousand more viewers. So everybody is trying to recreate PTI, but that was our age's PTI right there. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, not to get too one sided or the other, with the reason why I've it kind of bothers me that this show was canceled mm-hmm. is because it was the only show where there was two alternate faces. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was on that show. Now, my Jalen Jacoby is going to be great. I love the Jalen. I love Jalen Rose as a personality on but, TV. I, I hope he does well. Mm-hmm. But that's a that's a radio show. They move to a TV slot. 100%. You know so it's, it's not even a big overhead for them to do that. Right. You know what I mean? But producing that show with Bomani, I don't know. He probably goes back to highly questionable. He did he did well on there. I don't know what it means for Pablo. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it was it was weird. Like I really enjoyed that show. I listened to it every day. If I couldn't watch, it, I listened to the podcast every yeah. day. Do you think that ESPN is trying to get rid of all the black and brown people on their staff? <laughs> Not all, but the younger version of it. Gotcha. Is definitely. Um, there's no young blood. Nah, like, no, no young. The young, young blood is gone. Yeah. Like I mean, it's Stephen A. Yeah, Stephen I mean, A's. I mean, they running him like Derrick Henry, right? And there's 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 Will Bond, and Will Bond's not gonna do all the extra stuff. Nah, he's gonna know. do some, but he's yeah. gonna do all of it. Yeah, you nah, know? for but sure. As far as African American males, they're, like, let's need some diversity. In the they're looking for a quick flip. Yeah, they're looking for all right. Man, this is popping. Let's go. But it, they haven't found that yet. Yeah. Everything takes time, but obviously they don't have time. It's problematic, man, and it's not a good thing for ESPN to go this route. I've seen it happen on other networks. Take away. I remember when. It was a point in time when Carson Daly 
um, was the face of MTV, and they, they got rid of some of the VJs that were around him. I can't think of, you know, Serena Alshold and a bunch of different Lala. people. Yeah, Lala. It was a bunch of people just on MTV that were household faces. Yeah. And you take away those household faces and um, trying to go away from the actual demographic that actually watches mm-hmm. some of these shows, man, it's going to be problematic for the long-term success of ESPN, man. Because so. where does your younger viewership come from? Where you They're not watching that, man. A lot of people watch High Noon, man, so. We'll see. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. Let's go. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime in case you missed it. Now, the NFL now has a steak-eating champion. Baltimore Ravens offensive lineman Bradley Bozeman proved he can do more than just protect Lamar Jackson on Wednesday night when he put down a 72-ounce steak and the sides to go with it, the 25, and the sides. The 25-year-old was able to take on the challenge that many couldn't do and couldn't dream of completing without an issue at the Big Texans Steak Ranch in Amarillo, Texas. It challenges those who dine to finish a 72-ounce piece of steak, mm-hmm. as well as ordering a shrimp cocktail and a salad and a roll with butter. Oh, and you have to finish all this within less than an hour, the six foot five 317 pound lineman showed off his eating skills and finished it within 10 minutes left on the hour the question i have for you can anybody at this table in this studio eat a 40 ounce steak in less than 60 minutes i couldn't i can't eat no steak like that but 40 ounce 40 ounce steak listen i got a guy that can shane from philly dead ass can eat a seven, I think he can eat a 72 ounce steak, dog. I am not playing. He can get down with I the think, steak. Dude, I think we might have a competition. Weezy cooks the steak. Yeah. Shane eats the steak. Yeah. 72 ounces in less than an hour. It will be gone. Oh. I think he can do it, dog. I, I'm really? Real. I'm out. Shane from Philly can do it. Do it easy. Like, no question. I don't have a doubt in my mind that Shane can do it. I'm out. You don't think he can do it, Weezy? See, we can get him. We can make it happen. 72 ounces. 72 ounces. Gone in less than an hour. Nah, you said 40 some ounces. Do you ask? No, he asked no. anybody in this room to do 40. I know nobody in, I know nobody in this room can get 72 ounces. Yeah. But I don't think anybody can get 40. Shane got 70 easy. It ain't I even st- easy. I struggled on like, it, bro. I'm not 20. playing. I easy. I struggled on 20 like, a couple weeks. Yeah, catch no, Coach Lock on a good day. Coach can catch Coach Lock after a workout. He after, got the 40. Yeah, he got the 40. After, if he hungry. Shane got the 70. Mm, that's tough. Man. Easy though, easy work. Some of the easy. So, preparing for the show. It's a shame. You think you can? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> With ease though. Not even a question. We start talking about something else. Like, yeah, I can do that. Hundred percent. Okay. He was looking for competition. He was like, "You think anybody can out eat me?" I was like, "No, no, no. I don't. I think it'll be some of the easiest work you ever do in your life." So we got to have a competition. So in turn, if somebody thinks that they can withstand 72 ounces of steak or out eat Shane, please let us know they for sure. They can, they can add that shit for sure. You guys ready to get started second half? Please. Let's go. <laughs> the second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, NFL free agency show. Part one with the offense. I am Jay ho It's your boy Big Joe. I'm Weezy. What's happening? NFL free agency is going to be absolutely fascinating in 2020 pre-production. On this week's conference call, Weezy was like, this is the most anticipated quarterback class 
in free agency history. I Shout agree with him for sure. Shout out to Weezy with the crazy number of quarterbacks hitting the market. There's no telling what will happen. The rumor mill is churning as the NFL scouting combine approaches. It's starting to get clearer and clearer as to which free agents will resign and those who leave and their likely landing spots. You don't have to wait, man. You can play general manager alongside us and reach deep into the crop of the best offensive NFL free agents for 2020. Let's kick it off with the quarterbacks. The first person on the list, in no particular order, but a particular order. I got you. We'll go with Drew Brees, 41 years old, uh, made $25 million Wowzers. last year. What we're doing is stock season. Uh-oh. We're buying or selling these free agents as well. So we'll start off with Drew Brees, the Saints buying or selling Drew Brees. With. If I'm the Saints, I'm buying. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees has it gave me nothing, no kind of – Issues for me to sell. Mm-hmm. He's still a top five quarterback in the league yeah. at his age. He's played with a top five wide receiver. He yeah. played with a top five running back on his team. Mm, he, top team. Yeah. I don't see and Drew Brees had no signs of slowing down this shit besides that injury. Yeah, it's pretty hard to imagine Drew Brees leaving the Saints based on what he's meant to that franchise. First Bella Hall of Famer, that city. Yeah. 100%, Jeff. So uh, I know New Orleans was bounced from the playoffs. And Drew Brees didn't play his best game that night. Mm-hmm. But the Saints, they have a playoff caliber roster and one of the best head coaches, like Weezy was talking about. So it's either retirement or the Saints, man. I got them staying for a one year deal. That's all they're buying. So I have them buying as well, but precautionary buying. Okay. His deep passes don't look the same. Mm-mm. That reason why can't go. I might caught so many passes because he's right in front of Drew every time he's catching. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's be real. Like yeah, Drew's not throwing a lot of you know posts. Right. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of curls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, he's a little long in the tooth, mm-hmm. but I do think they're buying him just because that team is built for right now. And bringing in somebody else that you have to build and and, and and nurture and bring along, it's gonna be a little difficult. So I think they draft the backup. They draft his heir apparent this year, mm-hmm. but they're buying Drew Brees one more year. Gotcha. Let's move on to Dak Prescott, 26 years old. His salary last year was two million dollars. Are the Cowboys buying or selling Dak Prescott? Well, with Jerry Jones having dreams of Dez Bryant in the shower, mm-hmm. I would guess a they yes, not, a little, just yeah. a tad, just right? A tad just, bit weird. Sheesh. Um, I would think they would have bought Dak by now. Yeah. So I'm going to jump out the clip and say they're selling. Okay. Wow. They're selling Dak. I like that. I like that rationale behind that. I have the Cowboys buying. Mm-hmm. Um, they absolutely have no uh, reason to sell him. He's, he hasn't hit his prime yet. He had his best statistical season of his career and also developed a relationship with the best wide receiver that they had since Dez Bryant and Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't let that go. You got to do a Kirk Cousins, Washington football team, franchise tag until you can't franchise tag anymore. So having franchise tag in Dak for sure. Why don't you just pay him instead mm-hmm. of – like, no. that's why whatever Washington did didn't make sense. Yeah. But, I, I, okay. It makes sense. Actually, I got I got the Cowboys buying Dak, man. Mm-hmm. I got them buying. Uh, if you look at it, Dak may be the best quarterback in that division. It's arguable. Very arguable. He had a better season. He had a who, better. Who is he going against? Carson Wentz? Yeah. I mean, Carson Wentz gets hurt when the wind blows the wrong way. Yeah, well, that's saying, part of the game. That's a good point Weezy making, though. That's not if I'm if I'm if I'm negotiating Dak, I'm like, okay, Danny Dimes, yeah, Dwayne yeah. Haskins, yeah. you better be better than them in, in Dallas. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. He, he, he has leverage. That, that's the leverage that he has for the for the actual people that they have to get past. Okay. Yeah. That's true. 
That offense is built around Zeke. Mm-hmm. And he got he got the best, probably got the best line in the game. Yeah. The line not as good as it used to be. But the line is, well, they were hurt a little bit last year. It's but they'll be bit. fine. Okay. They'll be fine. What about Coach Locke? Coach Locke is mine. Buying in. He buying. Yeah, I just, in. I don't understand why it hasn't been, the deal hasn't been done yet. I like your rationale. Yeah, that's all. That's I like all. it. Let's move on to Tom Brady. He's 42 years old. His 2019 salary was only $14 million. Are the Patriots buying or selling? I'm, they are selling. Wow. Ooh. Tom, why. Tom Brady is your new starting quarterback for your Tennessee Titans. Ooh. You feel good about feel that. good about that. I don't mm-hmm. know why I feel so good about yeah. that. Well, I can tell you why I feel so good. Mm-hmm. It's, another, it's another reason. Like, Tom Brady, you don't let Tom Brady make the free agency. I know he wanted to make the free mm-hmm. agency, but at this point, if Belichick really wanted him there and if Robert Kraft wanted him there, That's they would have done everything they could to get this deal finished because mm-hmm. he's the first domino that has to fall. That's it. None of these other moves are going to get made until everyone figures out mm-hmm. where Tom Brady is going. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes so much sense if you're gonna if you're gonna you know stretch it out. Pause. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come to Tennessee yep. for one year. And yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Patriots buying. The stats this past season weren't too bad, considering the following factors: now, offensive line dealt with a lot of injuries mm-hmm. to their most important players throughout the season. The run game was ineffective because of that reason. The turnover, inexperience at wide receiver. It's far from ideal. The team just doesn't have a good backup plan if he leaves. I don't think the Patriots will let that happen. They'll be smart to reach compromise on salary, making one more aggressive push towards winning another championship in 2020. So I have them buying, paying him right around $22 million. I got the Patriots buying, but not in a rush at all. Okay. I think they're sitting back thinking we had a good run, mm-hmm. six Super Bowl championships. Great run. Right, eventually, he's going to leave. Just think you wait too long. That's what I'm saying. The Titans are going to pay. And they Titan. and, and, and that's fine. Old, at 42 years old, you want to feel appreciated. And I think that's what Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady, even Cam Newton at a younger age wants to feel wanted and appreciated. And no – I'm sorry, go ahead. You finish the point. No, you got but no disrespect to what your number you threw out of 20 because a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tom Brady play, plays for that amount of money. I think he won't start it. Yeah, yeah I think won't. he, yeah, because he's taking a pay cut every year. That's what I'm saying. So you said they're, they're off from 22 mm-hmm. or 20. I don't think he takes that money. Mm-hmm. I think the Titans, because they have the money to spend, will give him the 30 for one for a two year deal, one guarantee. Let's go win the Super Bowl. Let's mm-hmm. try. Yeah. In fact, they're one play away. I don't think so. I mean, Tom Brady. <laughs> Coach Locke is buying also. Okay, remember that. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So, and moving right along to Phillip Rivers. Okay. He's 38 years old. His 2019 salary was $11 million. Are the Chargers buying or selling? <laughs> they are selling. Sold already. Sold <laughs> to the highest bidder. Yeah. <laughs> and that will be the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, I agree with that, Jeff. I got them going selling as well. Two-year deal with the Colts. Yeah. Yep. I got them selling too. Um, not to the Colts, though. Mm. I don't know where he's going. Mm. I don't think it really matters at this point. Mm. I think we've seen the best of them. Mm. Coach, I got them selling too. Okay. And the thing is, the reunion with the Colts between Phillip Rivers and Frank Wright. Yeah. He was his quarterback's coach at San Diego from 2015 to 2017. Jacoby Brissett just didn't throw the deep ball far enough That's it. with anything in that Colts. And I know that Frank Wright likes to throw the ball down the field. So Phillip Rivers with the Colts, man. I like that, Jeff. Jameis Winston is up next, 26 years old. In 2019, he made $20.9 million for his salary. Are the Bucks buying or selling Jameis Winston? I believe the Bucks are selling. Okay. 
for anybody not a Tampa Bay fan, mm-hmm. watching Jameis was the most fun thing to watch. For sure. Because he's either going to throw a pick or a touchdown. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fun to watch because even after two two picks, you said, well, he threw four touchdowns after that. For sure. But if you're a Tampa Bay fan, that's hard to deal tough with. To, just, yeah. just being tough honest. Watch, yeah. So I think Bruce – Aaron's is finally saying, you know what? I did one year of this. Yeah. 30 touchdowns, 30 picks, 5,000 yards, true enough. Sure. But I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go to Chicago. Got to go to Chicago. Okay. Chicago yeah. loves their quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And they have a defense to, to support him uh-huh. and a running game to support him. 100%. Which he's never had in Tampa Bay as a running game. Yeah. I have the Bucks buying for a one year deal. Winston became. Like Jeff mentioned, thirty for thirty, <laughs> uh, but he had LASIK surgery, man, over the actual off season, and I think he has the the wherewithal, and he already knows <laughs> BA's offensive system. The eye surgery, one year deal, seems to give him one more chance, and I know BA's actual job is on the line, but he loves Jameis, man. He's not gonna let it go like that. That's why on the problem. I'm selling Jameis just for that one reason you said right there, mm-hmm. because you had the thirty interceptions to realize you need eye surgery. <laughs> I'll say this. No, well, I'll say this though. I'll say this though. I'm a Florida State fan. His soft, his was well, junior year because he redshirted the first year. That that second year in Florida State, he had surgery that time too, and it didn't fix it. Cause you remember his when he first came on the scene, James was squint in between plays. Yeah, he's still doing that shit. And he's still yeah. doing it, yeah. but he they tried to give him surgery then and didn't help then. So I'm thinking this is like a correction of that one. I mean, this this ought to let y'all know right here that I don't, they don't know if he's the answer. This dude threw for five thousand yards, thirty touchdowns. Just like if he if he cuts that interception down to fifteen, he's an MVP race. Yeah, he's an MVP race. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean they got to win some games, but with those, if you cut those fifteen down, you're gonna have you you gonna win some of those games, right? One hundred percent. So I mean, and like Coach Locks buying too. That's just a Florida State fan. Yeah. I gotta <laughs> think that. Yeah, I'll do I mean, a mini kind of way. I'm just because they they definitely brought him in Tennessee. I mean, I mean, he threw the ball thirty times. I mean, the one y'all drafted at number two won nothing. Bruh. We're going to get to him a little later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's move right along to Ryan Tanny Hill. He's 31 years old. His 2019 salary is $1 million. Wow. That's nuts. Uh, are the Titans buying or selling Ryan Tanny Hill? <laughs> they said they got him on ice. They got is him on ice it? right now. Well, I hate to say they're selling him, though. Yeah. yeah. Only way he's a Titan is if Tom Brady don't want to come here. Right. Mm. I think that they're buying, and they're buying big. Um, Tanny Hill, after week seven, they were seven and three over the last ten games. Earned a playoff win beating uh, Tom Brady. So you beat Tom Brady with Ryan Tanny Hill, even though I know I've shitted on him weekly about not throwing the ball. I'm glad you brought that up. But then you go and beat. The Ravens, the number one seed Ravens, he's a game manager. They love him. I'd be shocked. If they part ways with him, but he's want to get paid because this was his year. Mm-hmm. I think they pay him twenty to twenty-two million bucks to be their starting quarterback next year. One year deal, though. Everything you said is why mm-hmm. I, I think they're tentative to signing him mm-hmm. was because all the good things you said, none of that really factored around what he can do. Yeah, uh-huh. it's tough when they played the Chiefs when it mattered. He couldn't keep up. They that slow pace offense they tried to run with you know it's great to ground and pound in, in the playoffs I get it mm-hmm. your running game is is, is is key but when your quarterback got to make a throw he couldn't that play action that high school play action play wasn't working ah you kidding me with that shit high school play action what you got so that was that was the that was Jim Wilson Glencliff offense what you got Weezy <laughs> I got us buying in man yeah. I got us buying in Coach Locke has us buying in for everything Jeff didn't say. We ain't run no high school offense, man. You when kidding me? Throw the ball. 
Huh? One read, throw the ball. It's high school. That's not no one read, throw the ball. Bruh. I'm too sick to argue with you today. But, yeah, that's, I, I ain't going to do it. Check. <laughs> running back, running back not open. One receiver, throw it away. <laughs> he crazy. Let's move right along to Teddy Bridgewater, 27 years old. His 2019 salary is $1.2 Are the Saints buying or selling Teddy Bridgewater? Unfortunately, they're going to have to sell him because you can't afford him no more. Mm-hmm. Teddy's, gonna, Teddy's a starter in this league. Teddy's going to get a job somewhere, mm-hmm. probably somewhere in Florida mm-hmm. with Bruce mm-hmm. in Tampa Bay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got a space for him. <laughs> yeah. I have the Saints actually buying in. I think – Teddy Bridgewater will set and take a deal <laughs> to be a backup quarterback in New Orleans, wow. man. I think this is a Nick Foles situation from Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, him just sitting there just in case, a just in case situation. One of the most accurate quarterbacks in this free agent class that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think that he won't get a starting job anywhere else with the actual spot that he would want. Like him going – with Mike Evans and them in Tampa, I think they stick with Jameis because starting the team tomorrow, if you had Teddy Bridgewater right here, Jameis Winston, who you going with? I'm going Jameis. Exactly. So, in turn, I don't think that they'll pull the trigger, and I think Teddy will stay in New Orleans. Ask me that same question. Well, I know you don't like Jameis Winston. You don't like the African-American quarterback, though. That's not true. Come on, man. I'm just joking. Now, ask me that same question. I'm just joking. Who would you take, Weezy, if you had the chance to get Teddy Bridgewater or James Winston? I'm taking Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. If Teddy Bridgewater doesn't get hurt in that, in that brutal injury, Teddy Bridgewater's a starting quarterback in the NFL since a rookie. Mm-hmm. But he did have that injury, and I don't He played think five games this year also. Yeah. And, 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 and won five games. Yeah. I just think he's he's proven to be a starting quarterback yeah. in this league again. I agree with that 100%. I just don't think he wants to go to a team like Jacksonville and start over is what I'm saying. I think he wants. I think he wants another contract. I don't think he wants to make another one million dollars a year. Yeah, no, for sure. So, take take yeah. a five. He'll be all right with a five. Oh hell no! He Nick wants Foles, to play. I'm telling you, Nick Foles. What about you and Coach Locke, man? You when you talking, you gotta go. You and Coach Locke. What you got? What Coach Locke. Got? Coach Locke got him selling. He's selling. I got, too. Yeah, I'm selling too. But okay. he's, he's gonna be a starting quarterback. We'll see. I hope. I hope we're right on that. He yeah. deserves. He deserves a job. Let's move on and to our last quarterback is Marcus Mariota, 26 years old. His salary in 2019 was $20.9 million. Are the Titans buying or selling Marcus Mariota? Yeah. Sold oh. to the man. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, for sure. Where's he going? Where's this your team? Where's he going? I don't know. I think he's going to be a backup. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think what I think what he's seen this year mm-hmm. is going to have to. That's the only thing have to uh, like to motivate him. He's seen Tannehill come in. He got to know he's one play away mm-hmm. from start, and he can. Rejuvenate his career. That's yeah. that's all, that's all I can tell him. There we go. But I think he's a backup in the league for sure. He was benched after week six, the move that turned the Titans' season around. He deserves a fresh start, and I think that fresh start will happen in Chicago, backing up Mitchell Trubisky. <clears throat> and um, he won't be looked at as a long-term situation, but he is a bridge quarterback uh, or a backup to a bridge quarterback. He's looking for a small competition, mm-hmm. and I think he'll have it in Chicago. I see you. Mm-hmm. Well, of course I'm selling. The mm-hmm. Titans have sold this sure. already. Um, I see you with the small competition. Mm-hmm. That was it's one or two places. He either goes to have a quarterback competition with Tyrod Taylor mm-hmm. with the Chargers, mm. or he goes to Jacksonville and has it with Gardner Minshew. Mm. So we'll see. Like he has the tools. What about Nick Foles though in Jacksonville? They gonna, they gonna, they gonna cut that. They are not gonna pay that wow. again. Okay. They, they, they 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 realized that was a, they, look how look how well Gardner did for mm-hmm. a little bit of nothing. Yeah. 
And you can't pay Nick Foles that money and him get hurt. And you got this guy right here doing the exact same thing for a cheaper rate. There we go. <laughs> you up, Joe? <laughs> right. We're going to move on to the running backs. Cameraman, starting off with Derrick Henry, 26 years old, 2019 stats. He had 1,500 yards, mm-hmm. 18 total touchdowns on 303 carries. His salary was just $1.2 million. Only played 15 games, though. Well, mm-hmm. not only, but he missed a game. Mm-hmm. What are the Titans going to do, Jay? They're buying, man. They got to pay him. He carried the Titans to the AFC Championship game, unstoppable, and ran through contact constantly. He's the Stephen A. Smith of the NFL. Um, <laughs> his is. last 12 games, man, he, he just absolutely murdered. He deserves a big boy raise, and he'll get it from the Titans. Four-year deal right around 11 a year. I'm buying yeah, I mean, Coach Locker buying too. I think the only I think the only reason this deal isn't done today is because he's not on the field for three downs. We get down, he can't catch the ball at the backfield. Hundred percent. That's the only reason this deal, this deal isn't done right now. They have to buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to. I think they. I think I would not be surprised if they draft a running back this year. They being the Titans, mm-hmm. um, but they have to buy this because you can't swing and miss on the quarterback and not bring back a running back. So. They're going to buy it, but they're going to draft a running back in one of those rounds this this year. Ooh. Let's move on to King and Drake, 26 years old, uh, 1800. I'm sorry, 800 yards rushing on 170 carries, 345 receiving yards, eight total touchdowns. Are the Cardinals buying or selling Wheezy? Uh, Cardinals are buying. Mm. They need to buy. Yeah, David Johnson. David he, Johnson. He wore his welcome out. Ooh. Yeah. He needs no, not not in a bad way. He needs to go on and rejuvenate his career somewhere else. King and Drake is a three down. He's a three down back. He um he's easily he was a top he was a top fifteen pick. He's easily he came from Alabama. He, he's easily a superstar in this league. Ooh, I think so for sure. Okay, you can line him up all over the field. He's 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 just as good as Alvin Kamara. What? No, he's not. You went too far. Now you just I'm just telling you, he can line him up too far. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. He's good as Alvin Kamara. <laughs> but he's good though. I think he's essentially. The replacement for David Johnson, I'm buying as well. Okay. Um, but that final month of the season, he never looked back. He's only had 600 total touches in the NFL mm-hmm. right now. So he's relatively fresh. Of course, all Alabama running backs, minus Derrick Henry, are. He can make a strong push to be a starting running back and a dynamic, like Weezy was saying, wide receiver, mm. um, top target at this position. He's definitely buying. I think they might have to franchise tag him to keep him, though. I got mm. him selling. Yo. He's going to Tampa Bay. Yeah. God, you everybody go tell Bay, don't you? Nah, I got mm-hmm. two people going. I got a quarterback and a running back. <laughs> a, qu- a running back that fits Bruce Skeen mm-hmm. and a quarterback that don't make that doesn't make a bad throw. That's what they need. Mm-hmm. Hey. Here we go. Let's move on to Melvin Gordon, 26 years old as well. This is a stack running back class, man. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Only 612 yards this year rushing because he held out for most of the season, which was a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. Shout out to his agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made $5.6 million last year. Only 296 receiving yards. Are the Chargers buying or selling? It's selling, man. Okay. I think the Lions need this type of player. He killed his value by setting out those first four games. Yeah. How many he missed? Four games? Uh, yes. He yeah. uh, only played 12 games last year. Yeah, no, for sure. So playing second fiddle to Austin Eckler. Uh, off the bat, eventually working his way in the rhythm. Uh, yeah. Just a great talent. He'll improve next season. But I think Detroit seems a prime candidate to do that. They had a top ten running block unit and never, never got that rolling. So they need a running back, Melvin Gordon, to the Lions. Mm. Um, I'm, I agree. With, me and Coach, I agree with you mm-hmm. on that. And they uh, charging to sell, mm-hmm. but another team needs a running back needs to buy quickly. Mm-hmm. Fast. Yeah, because this dude still can play. He can still play, for sure. 
I'm selling as well. Um, I like what you said about Detroit. But I, I still think they believe in Kerryon Johnson. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going Philly. Okay. Philly needs him. Philly could use a running back of this stature that can, you know, they could pound the ball in, pause, mm. and could still catch out of the backfield as well and give a little bit of a more safety net for Carson uh, Wentz, you know, instead of that running back by committee they had last year. So mm. I got him going to Philly. You know, Philly got Miles Sanders, right? Okay. They got him. This will be Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I'm just telling I'm t- you. Melvin Gordon is better than Miles Sanders. I disagree with you. What you start a team right now. I'm thinking Miles Sanders. He he did everything you just said. He catched the ball in the backfield. Miles Sanders is cold. He's good. He ain't cold. Melvin Gordon is cold. Yeah, that Mike think you lying too. But uh, no, man. Uh, Mike Melvin. know I'm telling the truth. But it's over here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ain't go nowhere. Not trying to knock it over Stuart Steele because he knew I was right here. Let's move on to Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Only played eight games last year because of obvious reasons. Um, 179 yards rushing, uh, 37 catches for 285 receiving yards out of the backfield. His salary last year was 3.25 million. He's only 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Are the Browns buying or selling? Selling for sure. In terms of pure talent, I think he's the second best running back on this list. Mm-hmm. Those off the field concerns knock him down, way down on this list. I have him going to the Bucks for everything you said that Kenyon Drake will do. B.A. loves a running back like this, had interest in Hunt before he was signed with the Browns. This is going to be a new-look Bucks team, and the offense would be great with a great running back and a quarterback with new eyes. Kareem Hunt, you got to sell him if you're the Browns, but the Bucks buying him. <clears throat> Me and Coach Lock got him selling, too. Okay. I think it was the worst idea for him to go to the Browns, but he had to go where he had to go. Sure. Yeah. He just had to get on the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Andy Reid picks him back up. See that? I can see that hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, hundred percent with that. Yeah. I have him selling them as well, and I have him going back to the Chiefs. Yeah, smoke is clear. Everything's died down. Yeah. Come on back home. We'll right. The right, make way. that phone. Call. Hey, you good? Yeah, everything good. All right, come on. Make back. sure that little legal situation you had. Right. They, they just posted the other day with him crying to the cop, the cop is over with. Mm-hmm. Saying I should probably be playing the Super Bowl right now. Make sure he's all right from that, and go back home. And do it the right way. Cool. Shit. And let's move on to our next person, mm-hmm. Jordan Howard. 25 years old, played in 10 games last year, roughly 530 rushing yards, 69 receiving yards. His salary last year was $2 million. Are the Eagles buying or selling? They got to sell, man. Um, he looked great for the Eagles in the first half of the season. But you then Miles Sanders came when he got an injury, and he overtook him in the situation as far as the rotation. I assume that Miles Sanders would start day one. I don't even know why they traded for Jordan Howard, but they did. Mm-hmm. 30 rushing touchdowns over his four NFL seasons. So a team we're out there looking for a chance to use him. And I think he will take the place of Melvin Gordon with the Chargers. So I have him have the Eagles, of course, selling. And he signed with the Chargers. Okay. Weez, how about you? I mean, Coach Luck got him buying also. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think uh, the only thing about Jordan Howard is he's a ground and pound back. Mm-hmm. He, he needs his totes. Because by the time the fourth quarter comes, he needs to be in the game. Yeah. But he's also like Derrick Henry can't catch the ball at the backfield. Exactly. Well, <laughs> since I had Melvin Gordon going to the Eagles, of course I have them selling on Jordan Howard. So very talented, you know, off the injured, um, things like that. So I'm just he's selling. He's gonna have to fi- have to try to find him a place with someone after the draft and after training camp. To me. All right. And those are our running backs. Let's move on to the wide receivers, starting off with Amari Cooper, twenty five years old. Only twenty five years old. And his 2019 salary was 14 million bucks. Are the Cowboys buying or selling, Jeff? They are buying. Got to. 
I don't understand what's what, what's taking so long, but it's all good. Yeah. Buying, he's your number one option until Dez gets out of Jerry's dreams in the shower. I said it again, but that was just weird. I can't stop thinking about it either. He's just he fits the offense well. Dak loves him, you know, by the by the man. Uh, for Dak's sake and help me get this money, he needs to buy in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he needs to <laughs> hey make sure he gets his money first, then Dak gets his money because I don't think they go nowhere without um without Mark Cooper. Coach Locke agrees with me. I'm buying, too. Mark Cooper is the premier wide out on this free agent market this offseason. They have to buy in. He's only 25 years old, set career highs in both yards and touchdowns. He had a nagging injury with his knee, but one of the three Cowboys players has to go. It's Dak Prescott and Mark Cooper and Byron Jones. Prescott loves him. It's a lock for him to come back. Cooper's wide running, I think, is one of the best in the entire NFL. Now he got the Raiders stench off of him. He okay. looks – dude, they don't throw the ball down the field. Right. Mm-hmm. It's West Coast offense, all short passes. Amari Cooper has to have time to do those routes. Can't get a write off in the, in the West Coast. So the Cowboys gave up a first-round pick. There's no I, way they let this guy go was, away. That's what I was going to say. I gave him so much to get him. Yeah. You got to get as much out of him as you can. At this 100%. Point. Let's move on next to A.J. Green, who's 31 years old. Did not play in 2019 because of an injury, but his 2019 salary was $12 million bucks. Are the Bengals buying or selling A.J. Green? I want them to sell, mm. but I think they're going to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to they're be looking to start over, bringing in a new quarterback. Why not have your best weapon available for that new quarterback? Yeah. That's AJ Green, so he's yeah. gonna stay. I, I hope. I wish they would sell. Yeah. There's a team in Buffalo that could use him. Team in San Francisco, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna. Coach Locke has them buying, but I think they're gonna sell because I think AJ Green wants top money, mm-hmm. and I don't think they believe that he deserves top money at the time. Mm-hmm. So I have them going to the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. where they don't have a wide receiver. I like that. That's I like that. I like that. Weed. That's yeah, a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I have the Bengals buying for everything Jeff said. The talent is undeniable, but. He missed an entire season in 2019 and missed half the season in 2018 with injuries to his lower extremities. So you look as a player that's been tenured this long in one place, you got a number one overall pick coming in, you got a great wide receiver, he's going to stay. Um, he's exactly what Joe Burrow needs. <laughs> Moving on to Emmanuel Sanders, 32 years old. Salary last year was ten million bucks. Are the 49ers buying or selling Emmanuel Sanders? Well, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to talk about Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders on this show because you know <laughs> last time he was brought up, got a little carried away. No, nah. nah, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> um, honestly, I think San Francisco will sell him because mm-hmm. you guys will try to pick up someone else, um, maybe a little later on down this list, mm-hmm. and if not, someone a little bit younger, less long in the tooth, less injured, probably. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be fighting for a roster spot somewhere else. But I, don't, yeah. I think he's done in San Francisco. Okay, I, got, I think he's. I, I, me and Coach like having him selling. Mm-hmm. He's just. I think he, I got him as a possession where I receive him. Patriots, maybe? Yeah. Sure. Somebody like that? I have the 49ers selling as well. I think his best scenes are likely behind him because he's trying to bounce back from a torn Achilles. And he proved he still has plenty left in the tank with San Francisco's cap situation. Sanders' departure is likely. And with Amari Cooper and A.J. Green likely to stay in their respective teams, mm-hmm. the domino falls to New England and they pick him up. Two year deal. He is a Patriots wide receiver, for sure. Yeah. 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 Let's move on to our last wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, 26 years old. His salary last year was $3 bucks. Are the Jets buying or selling on Robbie Anderson? 
I got the Jets buying right here. Mm. Coach Locke agrees with me on that one. I think Rob Anderson maybe the best wide receiver. Sure. Uh, they got my they got my favorite quarterback playing good. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was his, that was his number one. That was his number one target last mm-hmm. year. Rob Anderson's good man. Get yeah. your money right there. The thing is with this draft class coming, and this is probably the deepest. Uh, draft class we've seen since that Sammy Watkins year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you look at it, can I get Robbie Anderson in the second or third round for cheaper if I'm the Jets? 100%. The the answer is yes. Yep. You can get him for cheaper. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to sell on Mm -hmm. him. And he will find himself somewhere like a Buffalo or somewhere like a Pittsburgh. I see why he he did that. Mm -hmm. But seriously, though, because the Jets need as many pieces as they can and paying people – Top, maybe not top tier money, but anything other than rookie contract money for them is just not a smart idea at this point because they need as many weapons and many pieces as they can they can put on the team. Sure. So somewhere that needs, I mean, or even Philly, Philly needs a receiver. Yeah. So he can go somewhere like Philly as well. But I don't. I think his days in the Jets are done. I have the Jets selling. I think one player that could like greatly benefit from a change of scenery is Robbie Anderson. He spent his last four seasons in that dysfunction that is the Jets offense. They're just not using him the correct way. Right. And I think the upside is definitely there with Robbie Anderson, one of the better deep threats. And I have him going to the Raiders, even though they have a West Coast offense that doesn't throw the ball down the field. If John Gruden listens and somehow finds a way to sh- throw some shots down the field, he would fit in greatly. With the Jets, I mean, with the Raiders. The thing about Robbie is we don't know how good he is yet. We don't. We don't have a clue. You know what I mean? So we have a clue. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. It's just, just off of that, they can have to sell. Sure. All right, let's move on to our tight ends. Mm-hmm. Austin Hopper. Hooper. Hooper. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Hooper. <laughs> 25 years old, coming off of a 75 catch year, 787 yards with six touchdowns. His salary last year was $2 million. Mm-hmm. Falcons buying a seller. They're selling, man. Yep. Um, Travis you, Kelsey, George Kittle, Zach Ertz, they get most of the attention yep. as the league's top tight ends. But, dude, Austin Hooper is a baller. Yep. And he shows improvement each of his four years he's been in the league. The Packers need him bad. I think the Packers will sign him to replace Jimmy Graham. So give me a sell for the Falcons and a buy for the Packers. Right. I got the, I got the Falcons selling, but Coach Like has them buying. But I got them selling because – I don't think they can afford him. That's they true. can't afford him and Julio and what the young boy from Alabama, um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, and it's a tight ends league right now. Mm-hmm. Tight ends are used just as much as wide receivers. Austin Hooper is a big time tight end to me. Mm-hmm. So I got him uh, replacing Delaney Walker <laughs> at the Titans. <laughs> oh my God, y'all not paying? Y'all not paying? <laughs> nah, we're not. Million dollars we're a not. Year. Hell no, nah, that's what he wants. Right? Yeah, that's. That would be a game changer though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he'll be good yeah, there. I mean, yeah. they got to have a quarterback to get him the ball, though. Oh, my God. You just gave him. You like him over John No, nah, I'm saying that. Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I got the the, the Falcons <laughs> selling him as well. Yeah. They don't want to pay him. They can't afford him. Um, it makes sense for the Packers. 100% makes yeah. sense. He's expensive, though. Yeah, but it's going to cost you. That's something that they were paying Jimmy Graham. Why not give somebody younger yeah. to give him the exact same it's thing? It's going to cost you. Without it's Stewart. worth it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Hunter Henry. 25 years old, 55 catches last year, five touchdowns, 652 yards. Are the Chargers buying a sell? Oh, they got a sell. I mean, if it weren't for Henry's continued injury issues, he'd probably be at the top of this list, man. Yeah. He was great coming out of Arkansas, torn ACL in, eight, in 2018, then missed four games in 2019 with a knee fracture. If he can stay on the field next season, this is the Tom Brady, New England Patriots tight end. 
he's not Rob Gronkowski, but he did Rob Gronkowski things throughout his career so far. Mm. And he can line up in line or in a slot or out wide and dominate just like Rob Gronkowski. So it's a great value, Rob Gronkowski, for sure. So I got uh, the Chargers selling Patriots one-year deal. Uh, I got the – Coach Locke has them buying, and I have them buying also – the uh, upper management is thinking my my my, my quarterback is gone, mm-hmm. so I need a I need a safety blanket for my rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. If he stays healthy, that'd be a great safety blanket for a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I think. I think they're selling, but just because he's going to be expensive, even though he's often injured, he's going to be expensive. Someone's going to overpay for him. They will, and that's the problem that the charges won't be. Charges are smart enough not to do it. Yeah, and he's going to get overpaid by somebody that needs a tight end and needs a playmaker yeah. and hope he can stay on the field. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Eric Ebron, 26 years old, 31 catches last year, 375 yards with three touchdowns. His uh, salary last year was $5 million. All the Colts buying a seller. Oh, you definitely selling him. <laughs> um, his athleticism, this is Jeff's guy. Eric Ebron's <laughs> athleticism is unparalleled. <laughs> Unfortunately, his hands are not. That's um, the thing. Drops have been a consistent, lifelong issue for Eric Ebron. With Detroit and Indianapolis, yeah. Chicago desperately needs a reliable tight end. He's an intriguing red zone option, yep. and I think the Bears will pull that trigger. So the Colts are definitely selling. I think the Colts are selling too, and I think the only reason they're selling is because he can't catch the football. He had that one stretch, not last season, but the season prior, mm-hmm. that is going to get him paid. Because yep. somebody's going to saw that, that stretch when he was catching those two touchdowns per game uh, his last season. Uh, not last season, but – yeah, last season with the with the Lions, and that the the athleticism is there. He's going to be able to get another job from someone like a if the Packers can't pay mm-hmm. uh, your man's uh, Hunter Henry or right. Austin Hooper. Yeah, he can go there and be a third or fourth option and just be like the icing on the cake. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Good replacement. Yeah. But it really isn't fair for nobody on Indianapolis team offensively right now. The wide receiver tight ends because they thought. They thought Brissett uh, didn't do bad. Y'all. He didn't do no, bad. No, no, no. no yeah. he didn't do bad. But they yeah. thought Andrew Luck was Shit, coming back. Do the Brissett like I that. just don't, he got hurt at the wrong mm-hmm. time twice. It's, it's a difference between catching the ball. You gotta catch it like this, and then come try to you like this. No, man, a, yeah, but I'm saying Jacoby Brissett is solid. Andrew Luck, we give it a lot of credit to Andrew Luck and his uh, great career and stuff. But Brissett did I right. don't do Brissett like that. Yeah, he just got hurt I'm at the wrong time. He ain't Andrew Luck. He's not Andrew Luck. I agree. Him getting hurt is what's keeping him from being. The starter, like well, why they will look for Philip Rivers next mm-hmm. year because of that. Um, and then let's do our last tight end, guys. Okay. Uh, Tyler Eifert, uh, 29 years old, coming off a 43 reception, 436 yards, and three touchdown year. His salary was $1 million. Mm-hmm. Are the Bengals going to be buying or selling young Tyler? This is another um, person that's dealt with injuries throughout his entire life. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly healthy throughout 2019, like Jeff mentioned, all of his great stats, playing full 16 games for the first time in his entire career. Yeah, since 2015, it was the first time he played in double-digit game counts. So, yeah. this could bode well for him in free agency. I think again, Joe Burrow needs all the safety blankets as possible. This is another safety blanket. So I have the Bengals buying Joe Burrow and Tyler Eifert this next year. So mm-hmm. offensive line has improved. He'll free himself up, and uh, Joe Burrow needs this guy. So, I got him buying. For everything you just said, me and Coach Locke got him buying. But for him, I think he wants to be sold because he wants to make some money. Yeah. He'll go play for the Miami Dolphins because he wants to make some money. Yeah, I can see that. So, that's what I think. At the end of the day with him, man, he just, you know, he has to get more film out there. And last year, 
he had a lot of film, but he had a terrible quarterback. Woo. And then with, <laughs> with Andy Dalton coming in late, you know, you saw the best of Tyler Eifert. So. If the Bengals can afford him, you have to buy him just to have him as someone there for your rookie quarterback to find, you know, as a safe, like I said, safety blanket. That's the buzzword. Um, but Breezy has it has a great point. This kid wants to get paid. He wants to make some money. He's not going to be in Cincinnati. Um, somewhere like Miami. Somewhere like, I know we mentioned about the Packers. It's somewhere like the Patriots. This guy, to me, is the Patriots tight end. Yeah. He fits that mold. Now, you know, not the Gronk, mm-hmm. but the Watson. Okay. The Watson type. So, right, right. Right just go catch the ball, short hands, he's open, yeah. 12 yards down the field, 15 yards, first down kind of guy. Go, man. And that is the free agency class of 2020 on the offensive side of the ball. You know what that means? Part two is the defense. Oh, yeah. Defense. Part two is the defense coming up next week. Sorry keeping you guys a little long, but it was players we had to get to, man. We had to cut the fat on some of these players, too, man. There's a lot of free agents, man. Good yeah. free agent class. And I'm telling you, in the next couple of weeks, we'll probably see some more people being cut. Oh, yeah. We, right before this. <laughs> <laughs> tell you, people go get cut. Yeah. yeah, so this is a little early, but um, it's good to hear it. Football season's back. I know Weezy's excited about that. Sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, Jeff, it looks as if, um, you know, Allen Iverson didn't make it as far as you thought he was going to make it. What do you mean? I mean, he got past Chris Paul. Which he should. He's having trouble right now as we record this podcast with D-Wade. That's not, that's not a bad loss to take. I agree. Top five top five shooting guard. Yeah. Russell Westbrook won, though. Yeah, I mean, who he's had a, He had a better year than he, – I mean, he's had a better career than Dame Lillard, for sure. Absolutely. He's supposed to win then. I got a question. Please. Uh-oh. How many different types of cheeses can you name? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> How many different types of cheeses can you name? I can name a couple. Cheese, like the snack cheese? No, just, no, just cheese. cheese. Just cheese, cheese. periods. Like oh. Gouda. Gouda, Pepper Jack, yeah. Swiss, yeah. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. You got 20 of them? Do I have 20? I got 20. Not, not, not I don't think you got 20. I got 20. Come I got 20. on with it. I'm helping you out. I'm not. This is what I'm saying. We kept the people long, but I got <laughs> a dub. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see for sure. <laughs> now, tune us with the questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. Cameraman, the revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.